0: So we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or Dave Me at INSAgency.com. new orleans i'm your host eric asher 106.1 fm Dash icon on your radio dial iheart radio app TuneIn radio app our digital platforms nash fm 1061.com and ericasher.com on the worldwide web our podcast is everywhere anchors our home base you can find us searching inside new orleans show with eric asher also again at eric underscore asher on twitter eric asher on facebook inside new orleans show on instagram is our social media platforms. Les East joins me on the award winning Inside New All Sports tomorrow. That's at 1 o'clock on WLA TV with our live broadcast. Also live streaming on the WLA TV YouTube page. And then, of course, here come the rebroadcast. 6 p.m. on LAE on Thursday night, 10 o'clock on the Deuce. That's WLA TV 2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the news, Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Looking forward to having Les East with us from CrestedSports.com. We'll cover it all. Saints, LSU, Tulane, Pelicans. Uh, We'll talk college basketball, college football. Uh, So join us tomorrow or, again, at your leisure uh, with all the rebroadcast uh, for the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Regular day for us here on uh, the radio show. Sean Vazan joins us from Fox 8 Sports at 4.35. Celebrity Chef Scott Craig joins us at 5.15. And, of course, his restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue, Bienvenue on Hickory. All, again, are our title sponsors on this Wednesday. Get out there and enjoy a fantastic meal at the Katie's Family of Restaurants. Tonight, steak and martini night. Uh, That's a Hendrix uh, martini. uh, Or, again, a uh, Raker martini, your choice, along with a fantastic steak. Maybe they have some of Mama Maria's meatloaf uh, uh, available for you, and of course, always a great selection of fantastic sandwiches and specials for you at both uh, Bienvenue and Francesca by Katies. Uh, get out there and enjoy a meal or a cocktail at one of the Katies family of restaurants. All right, let's jump into it. We had a lot to get into before we go to Sean Vazam uh, at 4:35 um, this afternoon. Tonight is the at midnight is the deadline to enter the transfer portal. So, again, uh, we'll find out, uh, you know, by tomorrow, again, who's in, who's out. Uh, and, of course, uh, those athletes have to be able to enroll. Uh, they don't have to, they have to pick a school. Uh, but, again, they, they have to uh, at some point enroll in spring classes to be eligible, obviously, for the spring practice coming up. The big news around here is Walker Howard has chosen Ole Miss as his destination. Let me just say this right now. I'm not upset with Walker Howard, okay? It is what it is. I would love to have seen it stick it out at LSU. Uh, Again, a legacy player, someone who was called a prodigy coming out of high school. Uh, But I've said this since day one. The transfer portal swings both ways, okay? It swings both ways. uh, Daniels came to LSU. The reasons why LSU was so successful last year is because of Jaden Daniels. He's coming back for another year. Hopefully he'll get better as a quarterback. Uh, The other, other part of this is now Nussmeier will be staying. Uh, and, of course, you've got Ricky Collins coming, and then, of course, the five-star who will be coming in next year. Look, five-stars are going to be coming in. This is going to be an elite program once again. Uh, it is what it is. Um, you know, I, I will say this. A lot of people thought he was going to sign with TCU. There was a rumor out there that he didn't want to compete against uh, against his LSU uh, teammates. Uh, I expected him to sign with an SEC team. I just did. Now, that's not a slight to LSU. He wants to compete with, against the best. Now, I'm surprised it's Alabama. And, and uh, that, it's, that it's not Alabama and that it's Ole Miss. But I'm going to say this. I think Kiffin's going to be good uh, for Howard's development as a quarterback. Because, again, he's there to try to get to the NFL. And that's what, that's what the deal is. He needs, to get, he needs to get on tape. He needs to get on the field. He needs to get better. We'll see how it plays out. Again, I, I'm not mad at Walker Howard. It is what it is. Because, again, we're gonna, this is the new uh, state of, of college athletics. Again, if a kid's not playing, he's moving on to a place where he can play. And sometimes that's going to be in your own backyard, sometimes it's going to be in your own conference. It is what it is. Cardell Thomas is into the transfer portal. Uh, again, the offensive lineman, former offensive lineman of LSU. Um, look. It's going to hurt the depth of the offensive line. There's no doubt about that. We'll we'll see how this plays out, but I just got to be saying, transfer portal swings both ways. Uh, The next round of uh, the transfer portal in the spring, uh, we'll we'll maybe see some more offensive linemen coming into LSU. I tried to get Mike Scarborough on the program today. Unfortunately, he can't make it. We'll try to get him before the end of the week. Hopefully we can. If not, we'll get him early next week to talk a little bit about this. Tulane last night lost to number one Houston. Look, let me just say this right now. Um, Ron Hunter took the job at Tulane. And one of the first things he said as head coach was, he was measuring his program by Houston, that the bullseye was on on, on the Houston Cougars. Uh, it, it is what it is. Okay, now the, the Houston's gone. Okay, after after this season, they'll be in the Big 12. But to me, the most encouraging thing is, first of all, this team is better than it's been over the past few years. Okay, and then what the, the crowd last night at Delvin uh, Delvin Fieldhouse, um, it's encouraging because it means Tulane Athletics are back. The students are going to the games. It's not just a few, again, of, of, the, of the diehard Tulane fans that were in that, uh, in, in that gym for so many times where, again, you, know, you could hear people talking on the other side of, of, of the gym. It, it, was, it was so empty, right? Uh, you had a full-packed house last night, and even though that they lost, uh, again, it, it just shows that, again, that people, especially, again, Tulane fans, people in New Orleans, and, and most of all, again, alumni and the student body, Paying attention to Tulane Athletics, and that is a big step uh, for this program. Big step for the program overall. Uh, we know about the fear with the wave, uh, collective, and uh, the money they've been they, they've been um, able to be able to raise for NIL. Uh, We've soon to be again upgraded facilities, etc. Uh, this is a defining moment for again for Tulane Athletics this year, coming off the Cotton Bowl win and and everything that again that's transpired with the football team that is now bleeding over into the basketball teams. And I again. I expect the baseball team to be better. Tulane, again, every year should have, again, a top 25 baseball team, if not a top 15 baseball team. Uh, and I expect them to be better as well. Shifting to news, uh, I don't know how many people saw Fox 8, uh, Lee Zirk investigations, but I'm just saying this right now. You should be watching that every single night. Uh, you may have your favorite um, um, news, store, new, news station that you like to like to watch. I watch them all. That's my job, Okay. But you need to be watching Lee Zurich and his investigations. Whenever there's one, go find it on Fox 8 uh, and, and, and check it out. Last night, and of course we knew this uh, as we were going off the air yesterday, uh, that, um, and this is uh, again being uh, reported by all news stations here in the city, uh, former Cantrell NOPD security guard Jeffrey Vappi, his wife has filed for divorce, citing a sexual relationship with the mayor as the reason for the filing. Uh, that was the first news story to hit, and that, again, all that does is kind of confirm what, we've been, what Lee Zerk has been telling us now for months about, again, the mayor being a part-time mayor uh, you know, uh, in the love shack. Uh, over at the Pantabra Apartments uh, with Vappi for hours at a time, uh, going on these extravagant vacations that are taxpayer junkets. Uh, again, uh, you know, claiming that she's bringing business back to the city. I mean, even have the gall to, to, to be able to, 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 to claim that, you know, she's one of the reasons why the French president came to New Orleans. Give me a break, okay? Uh, but, again, uh, obviously, again, Mrs. Vappy, uh, or soon to be the former mrs. vappy I uh, had enough evidence uh, that, that, that again she's filing for divorce and signing a sexual relationship with the mayor um, and then there was the, uh, the the interview last night with Jimmy Woods of Metro Services the former uh, uh, garbage contractor with with the, with the city now let me just say, let me just take you back in time back to 2006 okay uh, and, and, and honestly again we could go even we could go back uh, this is when Ray Nagin split the city up into threes, uh, into thirds, um, uh, giving, again, a, a portion of the city to Richards, a portion of the city to, to Metro, and the, and the other, other part of the city, including the French Quarter, to SDT, which is Sydney Torres's company. At the time, I said that it was collusion. They did this behind closed doors. It, it, it was a contract that should have never been given out uh, again. And, and uh, ultimately, again, um, um, they held on to that contract, obviously, for years. Jimmy Woods, the owner of Metro Services, told Lee Zurich last night that the administration retaliated against him because of his support of Charbonnet in the mayor's race, okay? Um, now, now, that was in the, in the mayor's uh, re-election campaign Moon uh, uh, Cantrell went up against Charbonnet, all right? Um, now, Cantrell alleged, uh, allegedly, okay, held back funds not allowing an updated count of household services, okay, that were households that were being serviced by Metro. Uh, 70,000 is the actual number. He was being paid for 60,000 homes that where the garbage was being picked up. Said he was losing a total of 90,000 a year. Uh, Fox 8 went and did the math. $7 million underpaid to Jimmy Woods and Metro Services, forcing his company into bankruptcy. Now, what will you say? Well, why is that your business? Well, first of all, part, part of this is. It was uncovered that the city, Cantrell administration, refused to use federal COVID-19 funds that were available to pay for garbage pickup, okay? Instead, build the citizens for the services and then steering new contracts to, again, Cantrell supporters at a premium cost to taxpayers. Still not using the federal funds available to offset the cost uh, to the taxpayers, in essence, creating a trash pickup crisis for political payback. Now, in October 2022, um, the uh, city hired two new trash collectors, Waste Pro and Ivy Waste, to replace Metro. It decided those new companies for all the homes they collected would be more than 70,000, okay? Uh, If you watched Lee Zurich's investigations last night, it had to blow your mind, okay? Number one, political retribution by Cantrell created a trash crisis to get rid of a contractor that didn't support her in her re-election campaign. In essence, bankrupting the local company, holding funds back that could have allowed the contractor to hire more workers at the higher rate of pay, because, again, we knew what was going on during the pandemic, right? Okay? Uh, and, and, and then, of course, ignoring the federal money available to avert a public health crisis in the city of New Orleans, okay? And, and already sa- and saving taxpayers precious money, okay, and overtaxed taxpayers, okay, again, you're paying a you're paying a premium to live in Orleans Parish, okay? But you're not getting the services that should be rendered to again for for the cost of those services again from uh, from from again your property tax to all the other taxes that you're having to deal with just to live in the city of New Orleans. So again, already overtax precious tax dollars during the pandemic that could have been averted. Because, again, you could have used the federal money. This goes all the way to Cedric Richmond in the White House when he was, again, the uh, what was an, was an advisor to the president, where he got involved in this and said, look, there's federal money available to pay these trash contractors. You can pay them. She ignored them. So she creates an additional public health crisis in the middle of a pandemic for political retribution. That is absolutely amazing. Okay, I told you guys back then, and I said again, okay, the reason why... Again, she shut the city down, Was not had nothing to do with, again, the public health crisis. It had everything to do with, again, the lack of police officers in our city, and that has come to fruition. You see it now. She saw, again, the police officers that were leaving. She knew she couldn't control what was going on downtown, especially in the French Quarter, so she shut all the bars and restaurants down or cut their hours, okay? She did it in, in the name of, again, the, again a, a public health crisis. Meanwhile, she created a public health crisis in terms of people not getting their garbage picked up. It's amazing to me. Couple of points: The mayor has a history of retaliation on businesses or individuals who don't support her. Okay, so these accusations are plausible. I can tell you, I can't tell you how many individuals that I know, business owners that I know, people that again will not step up and speak against the mayor because they are afraid they're going there's going to be retaliation. So they they they, they just keep quiet, put their head down, and then try to make it through, hoping again to get through this second term. Um, number two, the wife of again the, her private security guard. Okay, uh, Jeffrey Vappi felt there was enough evidence of a sexual affair to end their marriage. Okay, which means that Zurich's investigation has merit, even though again the, the, the administration continues to say that it's a hit job, right? Vappi, it has merit that Vappi and Cantrell were having an affair on city time, okay, both being paid uh, at the, at, at again, not just again having an affair at the taxpayer owned apartment, the Metabol buildings, right? But also in these Cantrell city-paid junkets, uh, sitting uh, going to, uh, t- taking first class, in, in, in her case, traveling first in first class, in her case and his case, staying at, again, the finest hotels uh, in that particular city, uh, depending on it could have been international, could have been back here locally. So wh- I want to say this right now. What does that say about the individuals in this city right now, okay, who refuse to sign the recall petition, okay? She created a garbage crisis because of political retribution. And then you got Vappi's wife who's divorcing her husband for infidelity. But the citizens, at least some citizens in the city, are not willing to recall her for all the petty criminal activity she's been involved in in her second term, including the alleged affair with a subordinate, abusing taxpayer dollars, possible malfeasance, and fraud, and of course under investigation, but not just the federal government. For the Inspector General of the City of New Orleans and the New New Orleans Police Department. I mean, this is amazing to me. It's absolutely amazing to me. And I talked about it last week. I've talked about it agnosium on this program. Uh, This is a black-white thing. This is not a political thing. And, again, it's the fact that, again, a lot of black people in in the City of New Orleans do not trust white people when it comes to political power. And and this rises above this, ladies and gentlemen. This is an individual who's not doing their job. Who is a part-time mayor, hasn't met with her her department heads in, in over two years, okay? That was brought out in one of Lee Zerg's investigations. Having an affair with a subordinate, okay, on taxpayer money, on taxpayer time. And then and then and then the most egregious outside of again allowing the uh, not not paying attention to what was going on with the police department, as again, officers continued to be able to leave in droves, okay? before during and after the pandemic to the crisis that we have now that again could hurt tourism but is definitely hurting the citizens and the quality of life of the people who live in the city of new orleans and then on top of that creating a garbage crisis because you did not like the 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 contract that did not support you and your reelection campaign are you kidding me to create a crisis again a public health crisis in the city where the garbage is not being picked up simply because you're not willing to pay the contractor what the contractors do by the contract, okay, by the letter of the contract and allowing that contractor to pay more for his employees. Again, because we know uh, that, again, across the board, I don't care if you're working at the restaurant industry, if you're working in an office, I don't care where you're working. Uh, again, wages have gone up post-pandemic. So, again, Woods. Could not keep up with it. Woods has, has, has proof that, again, he's lost $7 million and that, again, that the Cantrell administration forced him into bankruptcy. And then giving the contract, allegedly, to two, in, to two companies that supported her. So I'm blown away by this. If you are a citizen and you've had this recall petition sent to your home with a self-addressed stamped envelope that all you got to do is sign it and have someone witness it, and you're not willing to send that back, but you're willing to have the garbage stacked up in front of your house. You're willing to have, again, a shooting gallery in front of your house because of, again, the lack of police officers to be able to control the out-of-control crime, getting your car broken into, your windows broken into, getting your car stolen, getting carjacked possibly again getting caught in the crossfire, you, you're you not willing to be able to make a change in this city after all the evidence has been put out in front of you? I mean, what do you have to do? Get hit with a, get hit with a hammer in the head to see what's happening here? I mean, it's amazing to me. You go across the 17th Street Canal, we don't have these problems at Jefferson Parish. You go across uh, the Industrial Canal, there are no problems like uh, uh, the railroad tracks, there are no problems like this in St. Bernard Parish. There are no problems like this in St. Tammany Parish, only in Orleans only in Orleans, and this is a big this becomes this is a race situation here again the mistrust of black people with white people when it comes to political power and let me tell you something right now there is not a white person that's getting elected mayor there's not a Republican that's getting elected mayor in that city it'll just be someone else that may again that is willing to do the work willing to do the work not willing to go on these political junkets to, again, uh, destinations that, that are, that, and, and with accommodation and destinations that are reserved for the rich and famous. And certainly not having an affair with someone that is your subordinate, supposed to be your security officer, okay, on, on taxpayer time. Lee Zurich did a, a service to this community by, again, uh, outing what's been going on within the Cantrell administration and this latest one, creating a trash crisis. A public health crisis because you want to oust uh, the, the the trash contractor? You want them to default on their contract? You bankrupt a company? Oh, you got to be kidding me here! Federal funds were available and still are available to be able to offset the cost of your of what you're paying for trash pickup, and she didn't use the money. This money's still sitting in the city coffers right now. It's it, it's like the Katrina money. Fifty percent of that money has still not been spent. We're almost 20 years after Katrina. And, again, some neighborhoods have not been touched in terms of, again, the repair and replacement of not just the streets but the underground infrastructure. (laughs) Lakeview, I mean, literally, you got to have an SUV to get around Lakeview. you got to have a Jeep because the streets are so bad. I mean, if I am a citizen of that city, and believe me, I was, and I love my city, but I would be so pissed off right now, okay, to know that the trash that's been stinking in front of my house, in some cases for weeks and months, was a crisis created by the administration to oust a contractor who didn't support the mayor during her reelection campaign. And then on top of that, money that could have been used, federal dollars, taxpayers' dollars, you've already paid, that could have been used again to offset the cost of picking up that trash, instead billed to the taxpayers. Just amazing to me, just amazing to me, absolutely amazing to me that this continues and this mayor is gonna continue for two more years. And we're going to have to tread water for two more years until someone else steps up to be able to lead this city and i'm telling you right now ladies and gentlemen i've said it before those that live in the suburbs and the exurbs of, of our community that say you know what i don't care about new orleans man you better care about new orleans because as new orleans goes we all go every one of us and every business owner in that city is affected by this that affects us that affects our economy that's jobs right there it's just amazing to me that this continues and i'm telling you. This is not the first person that's ever talked about retribution from the Cantrell administration, okay? He just came out publicly and said it. Okay? I can't tell you the number of business owners that I've talked to, again, since Cantrell took office, to say again, well, no, no, I'm not getting involved in it. I'm not signing the, I'm not signing the recall petition. I'm not getting my name anywhere near it because I don't need the retribution because they know. They know. Okay, this is a tyrant that, that, that is in the mayor's office right now and a part-time tyrant at best because she's not willing to do the work. The hard work. I mean, I, I said it before. You know, she overreacts or she underreacts. It's one or the other. But it they, things have to get into a crisis mode for her to react. But then by that time, it's too late. It's too late. I mean, the simple fact of what we're looking at right now for Mardi Gras. You tell the crews six months ago, go find uh, again poli- certified police officers in the state of Louisiana to come here for Mardi Gras, and they would have got it done. Instead, will you give them three weeks, four weeks, not even, not even a month? And then on top of that, did, then, did she not think this through? Do people say you're going to pay a, uh, an officer from out, out, out of the city $50 an hour to be able to patrol non-Mardi Gras day parades and $75 an hour for for Mardi Gras parades, but yet you're not paying that to the NLPD officers who are on duty? I mean, you create another crisis right there. If you're not willing to be able to pay the NLPD officers that are on staff right now what you're willing to be able to pay the, the officers you're importing, you're creating another crisis. And she has done just that. I said this a long time ago. The mayor of New Orleans, that seat... Of government. It's not an on the job training type position, especially during a crisis. And we have been in a crisis since 2005. You have to have individuals that know how to govern, that understand, again, what the job entails and willing to do the work. Willing to do the work. She is not, has not been. And this latest Lee Zerk investigation is damning, is damning. And believe me, Look, the city council may have their hands tied. Uh, the inspector general can only, again, give, give, uh, can give a synopsis of what he has investigated, what he has found. But the federal government, the feds are looking into this. And nothing would deter the feds to do what they need to do to indict. So that's the only hope right now at this point. Because, again, people in this city were willing to be able to have their trash festering in front of their house to be able to be a prisoner in their home because of the crime situation and the lack of police officers. Okay, to have our Mardi Gras possibly again, once again, uh, disrupted because of this mayor. Not just that, our tourism economy is on, is is teetering on the edge right now, because of uh, because of again her policies. But let's just keep it rolling, huh? Keep it as is. Let, let the apathy continue in this city. It's absolutely amazing to me. If you have not seen the two, the two reports, especially the report on, on, on again, the, 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 the garbage crisis that was created by Cantrell for retribution, political retribution, you must go to the Fox 8 uh, website and, and see it for yourself. It is jaw-dropping, absolutely jaw-dropping. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk to uh, Sean Vazana, Fox 8 Sports, a lot to talk about. Where's Peyton going to be? We'll talk about, again, what's going on with the Saints. Pels tonight taking on Miami in the Smoothie King Center. Uh, I talked about it yesterday. I've been talking about this program for a while now. Brandon Ingram's got to get back on the floor. Remember, next week, next Wednesday, will be the uh, first time that uh, Zion will, will, get, will get reevaluated, uh, and hopefully he'll get back on the court uh, quickly, But I told you, this last part of January is just a tough schedule for the Pels, home and away against top teams. Uh, and, of course, you got Memphis on a tear right now. I think they've won 11 straight. Um, and the Pels are hanging in there. They, I mean, they're still in third place, okay, and still in second place in the West. I'm sorry, second place in the Southwest. Uh, but, I mean, again, they got to start putting some games together uh, and, and against quality opponents as well. They're, they're beating the teams they should beat. With, with again their backups, you need Herb Jones back, you need Zion back, and you need Brandon Ingram back. They got to get back on the floor, and hopefully it's before the All Star break. But this is a tough, tough schedule from this point from this point to the end of the end of the month uh, for the Pelicans. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends are at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, ACPromise.com, ACPromise.com. I don't care where you live, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. It's winter in New Orleans, so it's yo-yo time, right? So heat heat um, air conditioning today. Uh, by the time we get to Friday, you'll need you'll need the heater and then you're back to the air conditioning over the weekend as we got a rainy weekend coming up. Uh, if you need help with your heating system, your air conditioning system, if it's on the blank, Call my friends at Burkhardt. 15 trucks in the field, 30 minute courtesy to go, where they come to your home or business. Truly a company can trust. It's Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Katie's family of restaurants Katie's Restaurant in Mid City, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue, and Bienvenue on Hickory. All are open right now for you. Go in, grab a bite to eat, uh, get a good to go order. Tonight's steak and martini night over at Katie's. And of course, always fantastic specials over at both Bienvenue and Francesca by Katie's. Uh, again,
1: This report is sponsored by Pfizer. When temperatures drop, COVID-19 cases may rise. So if you test positive
2: and are at high risk, act fast. Even if your symptoms feel mild, ask your provider if an authorized oral treatment could be right for you. Visit treatcovid19.com. Sponsored by Pfizer.
3: Delays are solid if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway in the Crescent City connection with delays solid from Terry Parkway to the Camp Street exit. Also look out for delays if you're traveling westbound along the West Bank along the Pontchartrain Expressway, excuse me, from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Coron exit. Look out for delays 10 eastbound. From Orleans to the high rise, ten westbound, your backups are steady from North Claiborne to Canal, and on the six ten on the westbound side, your delays are solid right at Canal Boulevard. In the meantime, look out for accidents. Earhart at South Claiborne, and also St. Louis at North Broad. And school zones are in effect. I'm at Robinson, broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brandner traffic center.
0: Welcome back to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by the Katie's family of restaurants. Katie's restaurant in mid city. Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue. Bienvenue on Hickory. Hey, don't forget, Bienvenue on Hickory and Katie's both have a Sunday brunch for you. Uh, Again, the Sunday brunch at Katie's is is world famous. And again, a fantastic Sunday brunch over Bienvenue. So again, on Sunday, looking for that Sunday brunch. uh, Katie's Bienvenue, they got you covered with Sunday brunch every single Sunday. And of course, if you haven't been to, to Katie's Sunday brunch lately, Completely different. Uh, again, the, uh, the, the uh, menu items, uh, again, the, the, they're having a lot of fun with, with, uh, with Sunday brunch. Scott will tell us more about that when he joins us uh, in the second hours. Joining us now each and every week, so blessed to have Sean of Fox 8 Sports, with us. Sean, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Sean, let's start off with uh, Walker Howard, uh, uh, again, choosing Ole Miss as his destination uh, after he entered the transfer board. What are your thoughts? Well it's interesting.
1: You know, if, if when it happened everyone thought TCU, 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 lo and behold, he ends up at Old Miss who had a, who has their starter back from a year ago in Jackson Dart, or at least for the time being, uh who was also uh transferring from USC if I'm not mistaken, um last year. Um is that right? I, I know I think he was a transfer. Anyway, yeah, you're right, and then, you're and, correct. And, then, you correct. and then there's um, you know, talks today about uh possibly Spencer Sanders coming in, uh the mm-hmm. the, the the veteran, if you will uh, from Oklahoma State, so I, I have no idea of the dynamics, what he was promised, what what was uh, what he was given, what he was assured he would have uh, at Ole Miss. But nonetheless, uh, Lane Kiffin did something to persuade uh, Walker Howard, who was at least on the surface, looking at it, sort sure, of sure looked like TCU had a clearer path to an immediate starting job than uh, Ole Miss would. And not to mention, you're in the SEC West, which you know right. uh, is the toughest conference, obviously in football. Um, so now he's there, um, competing I, I, presumably competing with someone uh, for the starting job again, or maybe he sits again. I, I just I'm, I'm having a hard time figuring this one out, Eric, because I just you got a starter, a young starter there who played fairly well last year. Who uh, I, I know he kind of you know, tailed off towards the end of the year, but he was by no means the reason why they lost, uh, or at least finished uh, underachieved, if you will. And then you bring it in. Supposedly, yeah, it happened yet. Supposedly, a veteran guy who played a lot, who's right. not going to go to his last stop to sit, and mm-hmm. I, unless someone transfers out again, um, I, I, I don't know. I, I can't. I can't figure it out. But it is what it is, as they say. It's become one of the most overused phrases in uh, sports media. But I don't know how else to phrase it with this one because um, it, it's a rival. Uh, it's um, it, it's it, it's going to be a crowded room. Um, and I don't know how. I mean, I guess I can see on the surface it's a little bit different than the Ellis' situation, but not much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Especially if they're bringing in another quarterback. But uh, he has his reasons. I guess eventually he'll let us know why. But I, I don't know.
0: Couple things. First of all, again, as a as a program and a coach, now you have to re-recruit your players every single year. I mean, just no other way around it. I mean, that's just going to happen. That's across the board. Um, and then, of course, you can't run from the transfer portal at the end of the day. You enroll in another school, you have to go in the transfer portal. Again, the next time you transfer, you got to set out a year, right? So at the end of the day, you better got to make sure that where you choose to go on, on your first free, uh, free move uh, is the right move. I've I, I, I th- always thought Walker Howard would want to play in the SEC. I didn't think that, you know, I heard about TCU and Bash and everything else, and, you know, again, that's the Big 12, but I always felt like a guy like that would want to would go to the SEC. I'm surprised it wasn't Alabama. But, again, you can't keep running from competition at the end of the day. So, you know, maybe, again, Lane Kiffin, uh, offensive mind he is, that, that maybe he felt like, again, that, that he had a real shot there and a shot to be able to, again, help him enhance his chances of, again, uh, making a pro roster one day. So, again, he, 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 t- he took that, uh, uh, that route. Again, the next time, if he decides to move on, he's got to sit out a year. So, again, uh, you know, we'll see how that plays out. But um, interesting. Again, uh, I, I'm surprised it's Ole Miss. I, that really wasn't on my radar. I thought it would, might be Alabama. Uh, you know, uh, but, uh, I'm not surprised he's going back to the sec.
1: Well, there it is. It's the new reality. And look, I know technically if he transfers again, he's got to sit out, but man, it just seems like a lot of people are, are able to transfer multiple times. And, uh, I don't know if it's because of the grad transfer status or they're getting waivers. Right. I even, I saw one report uh, as a couple of weeks back about how they're trying to, uh, limit the multiple transfers for people with, by limiting certain mm-hmm. waivers. But, um, regardless, um, it's the world we live in, and basically, I, these, these college players went from having no power to, I mean, more power than some NFL players really think about it, because oh. an NFL player has a contract, and they can't yep. declare themselves a free agent after every year like a college football player can. So, it's just the world we live in, so yep, moving on.
0: <laughs> Different world, and, and everybody's got to adjust, including the fan bases. You yep. can't get mad at a kid because he moves on. Kid gets stuck in a depth chart. He feels like he's not playing. Again, he's going to move on. It is what it is. But, again, I've said this since day one. Transfer portal uh, swings both ways. Okay? And if you're a program like LSU, you'll be, you'll be okay. You'll survive. Uh, you'll you'll be able to get a transfer quarterback down the line if you need one. Whatever position it is, you're going to be fine with, with again, the foundation that Kelly's uh, laid down. Let's talk Saints. Um, this is the week where, again, they're reevaluating the staff. Uh, we know that, um, again, that the co-defensive coordinators are, are, um, are at, uh, at least have had, have, had the, have had teams that have asked permission uh, for, for them to interview elsewhere. Uh, we've not heard anything on the offensive side where we expect changes. Uh, we do know that, again, that Joe Lombardi was fired from the uh, uh, Los Angeles Chargers the other day. Um, what do you think is going to happen on the offensive side of the ball in terms of again the staff are we going to see a new offensive system with a new offensive coordinator uh what's what's your gut
1: well i don't think pete carmichael will be the offensive coordinator in 2023 that doesn't mean he's getting fired I mean, it could mean he's in a different position uh for next season um un- unless they had an idea of who they wanted to bring in an offensive coordinator and it didn't work out um it is a little surprising that we haven't seen more movement here uh, by the middle of the week of this week, because I thought we'd see some stuff. Especially when you look around the league, uh, you're starting to really see some movement uh, on not just head coaches and GMs, but coaching staffs as well. Um, you know, you mentioned the two co-defensive coordinators. I've heard rumblings that that may uh, may not uh, continue next year. So I guess we'll see what happens with mm-hmm. uh, what happens with those two guys. If they have opportunities to move on, uh, and they can't, Saints can't block uh, an interview unless they promote. Uh, and co-defensive coordinator to defensive coordinator would count as a, a promotion, if you will. So right. that's some, that that's a, another kind of kind of issue they have to deal with. So um, I, I don't know. It's, it would be all conjecture at this point. But offensively, uh, yeah, I, I think there's going to be a change at play caller. I don't necessarily think that Pete Carmichael is going to get fired, per se. And, and obviously, where the former head coach, I'm sure you'll ask me about in a few minutes here, Lance yep. could certainly play a role in, in a lot of this as well. Um, but I do think you're going to have some changes on the offensive staff for sure.
0: Um, Out of Ryan Nielsen or Chris Richard, who do you think uh, has the better chance of staying in new Orleans?
1: Oh, um, I don't know. Um, I guess, I guess Nielsen's been there longer. He's got a longer Mm -hmm. uh, track record of, um, of uh, developing uh, D linemen. um, D.A. is a is by nature a secondary coach. So, I guess, given right. those two, at that, that exact circumstance, I maybe had to take Nielsen. But, you know, both these guys want to call plays. I mean, they've been right. – I know Richard has been a, a D coordinator before and called plays. Nielsen mm-hmm. has never been able to call plays. but Both these guys want an opportunity to call plays. I mean, when you're a D coordinator, co-D coordinator for a defensive-minded head coach, I, I'm not sure what more that entails other than helping and assisting with plays calls uh, mm-hmm. in the game plan. But if D.A. is calling the plays on game day, then, I you know – you're not really getting that, that full-fledged opportunity. So uh, I think both guys are, are really interested in, in being their own defensive coordinator, if you will, where they can call plays on game Yes,
0: back. I agree. And I would say this, and I said this before, and I'm on the record saying this in this program, uh, I would take the play-calling duties away from D.A. If I'm Mickey Loomis, I want him concentrating on being the head coach. OK, uh, I think there was a little bit of distraction there. I think the offense got, got lost. Uh, I, I think it, already he's a defensive coach, so he's not an aggressive coach by nature like we saw with Peyton. And we look, everything's measured by Peyton now here, right? Um, I, I, again, if I'm Mickey Loomis, one of the one of the uh, uh, reasons, one, 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 I guess one of the uh, bullet points on why you're able to be able to retain your job would be you're giving up the play calling duties. The defensive coordinator is going to call the plays. You're going to be the head coach on the sidelines. I don't know if that's going to happen, but, again, I think that should happen.
1: Yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen because if you listen to anyone talk, I mean, uh, the best thing about the season was the defensive finish towards the back eight eight or nine games of the season, if you will, uh, something like that. So, um, you know, that, that's certainly something to consider, but um, – I, I don't know if that's going to happen uh, just because of how well they finished defensively down the stretch there with D.A. calling plays. So we'll see. Um, it, it, there's going to have to be some significant change in approach. You cannot do the exact same thing Agreed. from last year to, to – uh, from this past year into next year. So I guess we'll see. And, and, and I, don't, I, don't, that, I don't know if that lands on D.A. giving up play calling or more than likely a new offensive play call is probably going to be the most significant mm-hmm. change.
0: I mean, do you, do you take a chance on losing one of the best defensive line coaches in the NFL and Ryan Nielsen? Uh, because, again, you don't let him become the defensive coordinator and, and call the plays at the end of the day. Now, look, uh, he'll, uh, uh, Allen has veto power, just like anybody else does that has a head coach. No, we're not calling that. We're not going gonna to go in another direction. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Uh, I'm sure that, you know, that stays. But to me, he needs to be focused on being the head coach. Offensively, do you see a new system? Uh, a total new – because, again, you don't know who your quarterback's going to be. Uh, is this going to be a running team now under Allen? Is this going to be a uh, a passing team? See this, is why, see, this is why I like an offensive um, head coach because I think in today's game, the way it's set up, again, you, you have to be able to be able to play offense at a high level, uh, just the way the rules are. And, and again, to me – uh, he's a defensive-minded head coach. He, again, he lays it on the defense, and maybe plays not to lose instead of plays to win. So, what do you think this offensive system will look like? Will it be, uh, you know, Lombardi coming over from the Chargers, maybe picking up where, uh, where again Carmichael couldn't, or again a whole new system?
1: Yeah, I'm leaning more towards a whole new system, um, and, and probably bigger than that, Eric. I, I think that side of the ball needs an alpha coach. They, they, they don't have an alpha-minded coach on that, that side of the ball. I, I think they need a, a true alpha at that position, um, uh, just a presence, just, uh, you know, just a presence at the offensive coordinator position. I, they have a lot of guys on that side of the ball that, you know, they're, they're more teachers, they're more, you know, strategic, they're more, you know, right. whatever the word you want to call it. I don't know yeah, that. The, the, the alpha was
5: Peyton, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I don't see the big commanding presence on that side of the ball. And you have that on the defensive side of the ball with quite a few of the coaches. So above all else, that probably personality is going to play into the mix. Um, I I would think system-wise, probably someone that believes in a little more uh, of the the motion game, probably one that believes a little more in that the outside zone stretch boot uh,
6: Mm -hmm. concept.
1: They run a little bit of that, but you know, when you say system, Eric, it's not necessarily what plays you call, it's terminology that you use. Uh, That's what a lot of coaches mean when they Mm -hmm. mean system. So, uh, that would require learning new things, learning new words, new new terms, new audibles, whatever yes, the case may sure. be. And it really, what it ultimately boils down to, is what you call in situational football. And I, I just think they're going to want a fresh approach to that side of the ball because I think, look, that offense was geared for Drew, and he mastered it for 15 right. years. Agreed. And we're seeing the aftermath of that, that that they haven't had Drew, thus the offense has not
0: mm-hmm. been the same. I agree. All right, Sean Payton, uh, handicap it for me. Will he take a job this year? based on the, on the teams that, again, have asked permission, or will he hold out for another season, for another job? <laughs> well, I want him
1: to take a job this year. It's in everyone's best interest, in my opinion, for him to take a job this year. This organization, this city, this fan base needs to close the door, close the book on Sean Payton and his time here in New Orleans. And the longer he is not doing that, not coaching, there's kind of lurks in the background. He lingers. He's always on TV. He's always doing every podcast, Colin Cowher radio show. So, um, you know, I spoke with Jeff Duncan today. We did. We taped a segment for our game plan show tonight. He says he ends mm-hmm. up. He thinks he ends up back at Fox. I hope that's not the case because I don't want to hear this. But right. um, I, I got. I take Jeff. I know Jeff uh, has very good sources and obviously has a very good relationship with Sean and Mickey both. So um, I, you know, I, when he said that, I thought that was certainly. Uh, interesting. So it's uh, something that I noted, but I do think there is a reasonable chance that he takes a job somewhere. Um, I've said over the last couple of days, I felt like Houston has uh, emerged as a front front runner or, or as a leader, if you will, because I just feel like where they the draft capital, the division. I mean, Peyton laid it all out uh, yep. and that an unbelievably transparent interview uh, with Colin Cowherd. Was. Um, he was. I think that would be the the best of all worlds where.
0: I hate the term "win-win,"
1: but Peyton would be able to "quote-unquote" win, and the Saints would be able to get significant draft capital as well.
0: Yeah, and when you say significant draft capital, you mean more than just a mid to late round first pick, right? I, if I'm Mickey Loomis, I
1: don't care what Sean Payton says on Colin exactly. Cowherd. Exactly. Thank you. Him Thank you, Sean. Once again, once again, control the, the New Saints organization with uh, you know his controlling ways and his you know and his you know skill on air to to kind of throw it out there that it's a mid to late or I'm sitting out and you have to wait next year without a first round pick, which is basically what it was. It was his way of trying to mm-hmm. reset the market and right. reset the expectations.
0: Manipulate it.
1: Parameters. But if I'm making Loomis, I don't care about Sean Payton's feelings. And Amen. frankly, there are times where I still get the per- perception, even though he's been gone, that they're afraid to make this guy mad. Like mm-hmm. who cares? So look, Loomis is never out in front publicly. He's always going to play it close to the vest. He's always he's a poker player, and he's yep. and you see it in his negotiations. Um, so I, I don't think he comes across as looking weak in this scenario. But I do think he has to he has to stick to his guns here and get what he believes it's worth, or don't do a deal, because right. if that, you know uh, it, 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 that's just the way it goes. And that's that's the leverage that you have, and that's the leverage you should play to its fullest extent.
0: I'm going to forego hyping your shows today. I'm going to do that myself, okay? Mm-hmm. But I got to ask you the final question here. Yes, sir. Uh, I've been on Brandon Ingram for a long time about not playing unless he's 100%. Christian Clark came out in the Picayune the other day and wrote an extensive article on it. What's your take on Brandon Ingram?
5: Uh,
1: well, I, I would just love to know why. What, what, what's what's the holdup? If he's been medically cleared, if he can go, what, what is still the holdup? Um, I, I just think at some point, you, you run out of good favor. You run out of, okay, you're taking care of yourself. At some point, the team has to matter. At some point, your teammates have to matter. At some point, you know, you've got a good thing here. You've got a great chemistry. You've got a, a real chance in a very tough conference to do something here, but you're not going to even, even even come close to that if you don't have um, all your big guns ready. And Brandon Ingram certainly qualifies as that. So I think at some point, it, 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 the collective team has to matter, and that that's where I'm at with it. I I, I do hope it's sooner rather than later. It's just been a really bizarre set of circumstances, and I know. Understand toe injuries. I hear it all the mm-hmm. time in football how they're the most. It, it it sounds like it would be light or not 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 painful deals, but I heard they can be excruciating. But but he's been, he's been a good cleared clear to go. If he's been nice. cleared to go, at some point you gotta you gotta put on for your teammates and, and go.
0: I agree. I agree. Last question: What about that crowd last night at Devon? You know,
1: it really it, it kinda brought me back to my childhood a little bit. I, I didn't go to a lot of two lane basketball games, but mm-hmm. everyone I went to when I was a kid, it was like that every time. First off, it's yep. not it's not that hard to to fill up, you know, Fogelman or Devin Fieldhouse, it's what, mm-hmm. thirty five hundred, four thousand, but right. it's a great atmosphere for basketball. And back in the yeah, you know, mid to late nineties or early to mid nineties, it was it was a place to be. I mean, two lane basketball matters. And I, yep. I love the idea that you're starting to get a little bit of life uptown from football mm-hmm. now into basketball. So yep. kudos, man, because they deserve it. And I, it, it brought me back to my childhood because, I mean, Tulane, UNO, I mean, it, it was yep. something to go to those basketball will, games. And I feel like that's there's been There's no
0: doubt. People don't, under, don't don't know that. Yeah,
1: But it, it was. Since 15 years it has been just non-existent. Yeah. But hopefully that's tur- they've turned a the corner there.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Uh, thanks so much for your time. I got 30 seconds. Hype your shows.
1: Yeah, I'll just go with tonight. Uh, game plan tonight. Plenty of Peyton discussion with Jeff Duncan, myself, and Wanton Kade And we just dropped our podcast. Talked a lot about Sean Payton as well. Uh, download that wherever you get your podcast.
0: On the, when you hit in the newsroom, go past Lee Zerk and pat him on the back for me, if you would.
1: <laughs> Man, that's all the buzz in the city today, huh?
0: Man, you ain't kidding, brother. You ain't kidding. Uh, right. Again, uh, I see. I see another award coming down the line here. Great job and by the Fox investigative team. No doubt.
1: Case right now, so I think another I yes, one. Yes, it is. Yes, it is.
0: Thanks, Bud. We'll talk next All right, week. Thanks. All right. At, uh, at Sean Fazan on Twitter. I'm Eric Asher. Today's program brought to you by the Katie's family of restaurants. We'll be right back. our customers. So you're sitting in traffic on I 10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella.
3: Hey, drop what you're doing and clear your schedules. I just went to Cole's biggest clearance event of the season and saved up to 70% on so much cool stuff, like cute home favorites, jeans for my whole fam, a cozy sweater for myself, a pair of boots for my husband, and more. So don't miss out. Get to Cole's to save while you still can. You'll thank me later. Select styles up to 70% off in January 23rd. See for details.
0: This is Josh Danzig with Where you At Magazine
2: for 1061 Nash Icon. This Friday and Saturday evening or Sunday afternoon, grab a date and check out the New Orleans Opera's presentation of Charlie Parker's Yardbird at the New Orleans Jazz Market. And are you a fan of Zion and the Pelicans? This Friday night head over to the Marshroom Patio Bar and Grill for a watch party and to enjoy their delicious new menu items. For more ideas on what to do this weekend, log on to whereyat.com and click on our community
1: calendar or sign up for the whereyat weekly e-blast to get the latest
0: email directly to your inbox.
1: Cumulus New Orleans, incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital.
0: And North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank in the market for a new system, air conditioning, and heating system. Remember, Bur- Burkhardt is authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry. Ask about their 25% energy reduction guarantee. I can tell you this from my personal experience uh, the, the amount of heat pump we have, we're saving electricity uh, every single month. That's, well, again, Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com. acpromise.com. We'll be right back after these messages. Till 6, 4 to 6 weekdays right here on 106.1 FM NASH ICON on your radio dial, I Radio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms, NASHFM1061.com and EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. And our podcast is everywhere. Anchor is our home base on all podcasting platforms. Just search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. You'll find that. Uh, on the, uh, our uh, social media platforms, at Eric on the Squash on Twitter, Eric Ash on Facebook, Inside New Orleans, show on Instagram. Hey, Les East, award-winning journalist, accomplished author, will join us on the award-winning Inside New Orleans sports tomorrow. Catch us at 1 o'clock on WLAE TV, also live streaming on WLAE TV YouTube page. Uh, that is uh, every Thursday. Uh, and then, of course, here come the rebroadcast, 6 p.m. on LA on Thursday night, 10 o'clock on The Deuce. That's WLAE TV 2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock, LAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on The Do. Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always at ericasher.com, always on the TV YouTube page. Hey, thanks to Sean Vazan for joining us in the, uh, in the first hour. Uh, if you missed the first hour, the podcast will be up shortly after the program ends uh, this evening. I uh, had a lot to say about Lee Zerg's investigation into the mayor, into, again, a political retribution-created garbage crisis that we got in the city. And, of course, we talked a lot about Walker Howard uh, and, of course, Tulane and LSU, as well as the Saints. All right, um, today's program brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants. I, I don't know how many folks have, have checked out, uh, again, the fantastic menu over at Bienvenue. Uh, but, again, uh, you know, how about, again, A New Orleans-style hamburger steak, you know, with the onions and the gravy. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Fantastic uh, menu for your boudin balls, uh, Remy stack, crawfish egg rolls, uh, again, um, fantastic sandwiches that include, again, the Mile High, which has grilled ham, fried chicken breast, bacon, Swiss cheese on Texas toast. Uh, and, and, of course, again, a lot of you New Orleans favorites from, again, a drum stack to, again, a um, uh, uh, Catch Noel, which, again, we have at, also at Katie's, which, again, is golf fish topped with a garlic butter sauce, uh, grilled shrimp served over, again, sautéed vegetables, uh, uh, wraps for you. Just a fantastic menu and a Sunday brunch to boot. Also Katie's, world-famous Katie's. Uh, The Sunday Brunch is outstanding. It's world famous. Award winning pizza from their pizza for the Brooklyn Stone style pizza oven and then just again a menu uh, that again has people coming from all over the country to enjoy. Featured on the Best of Food Networks, Diners, Drivers, and Don's and of course a perennial uh, uh, top neighborhood restaurant uh, by Gambit New Orleans Magazine and of course the newest restaurant, Francesca by Katie's. Uh, Again fantastic pizzas. The Muffalo's are outstanding. Uh, It is a uh, St. Louis deli with a New Orleans flair, so you got all these great New Orleans sandwiches, uh, but also again the daily specials for you and the family meals that'll keep you away from the fast food line with your family with again nutritious meal uh, that that are fantastic each and every day. Remember, Katie's can cater to your next event, S C O T at com. and also um, you can have your next event at either Katie's Francesca by Katie's or Bienvenue. Uh, Remember that when you're planning your next event, especially for the Mardi Gras season. All right, we mentioned in the first hour, Walker Howard has transferred to Ole Miss. Uh, I have no issue with this at all. No, I don't want to see this kid, you know, uh, again, uh, for for the next few years, but it is what it is. I never thought he was going outside the SEC. I thought he was going to be an SEC player. Uh, With that said, you know, again, I've said this over and over again, and I I think this is the way you have to look at it from now on in college athletics. Uh, the, The transfer portal swings both ways. If you're doing your best, to be able to, again, have these collectives that can get the NIL money uh, that's available to be able to make sure these athletes are, are, again, taken care of, uh, then you're going to have a a boxer's chance here, a puncher's chance, of of bringing in the top players in the nation. And um, they may have lost Walker Howard, but there will be another player coming down the line here that will be as good as Walker Howard, that will have the same accolades of Walker Howard. Uh, the only thing is, again, he's, an, he's a Louisiana kid who's a prodigy and, and is, a, and is a, a legacy player. You hate to see him go to Ole Miss, but I think Lane Kiffin will be good for his development uh, as a quarterback. Just can't can't say enough about last night. Uh, Look Tulane a little bit overmatched by number one Houston. Uh, Remember Houston's going to be going to the Big 12 Uh, uh, This is really again the last year that Tulane has to tangle with Houston Even though again Ron Hunter when he came to uh, Tulane one of the things he did was he said he was measuring his his program by again Houston because why not Uh, But last night was maybe a precursor of what we're saying uh, in in the future here when it comes to Tulane athletics uh, piggybacking off what we saw in the Cotton Bowl which was, again, um, uh, uh, Tulane dominating that stadium. Uh, you know, again, also, again, the, the, the but it took about, what, maybe uh, half the season before the student body of the alumni started to wake up to what they had, or had on the football field. Uh, but, again, the fans coming out. A sold out Devlin uh, Fieldhouse last night uh, for this game, even though Tulane lost. Uh, you know, kudos to, kudos to the fan base coming out. Uh, this is the beginning of something special for, for Tulane Athletics. And, uh, of course, no word on Sean Payton right now. Um, look, I like what, what uh, Sean had to say earlier. You know, uh, you know, Payton is, is, and this is my words, not his, Payton's trying to manipulate the market right now to say, again, a mid-first round to late-first round pick. Uh, I said it before, I'll say it again. The bidding starts at the Gruden deal. Two first-round picks, two second-round picks in cash, all right? Uh, it will be interesting to see, again, how this plays out. Of uh, He's interview with Denver today. Uh, this may be a situation where, again, he doesn't like the jobs that are out there. We know he wants the Chargers job. Obviously, again, the Chargers coach is going to be on the hot seat going into this season after, again, imploding against the Jaguars. Uh, they fired Joe Lombardi. They fired their quarterback coach. So we'll see how that, that plays out. Uh, but I don't think they're going to be making a change uh, there. Uh, and then, of course, back home, what's going to happen with the Saints. Uh, Are they going to give Ryan Nielsen the defensive coordinatorship and do what I've been saying, take away the play-calling duties from, from, uh, uh, from D.A.? D.A. can have the ability to veto anything he wants. That's a head coach's prerogative. But allow, again, one defensive coordinator with one voice calling the plays, okay, calling the defense, and allow him to concentrate on being a head coach, which he's not a very good one at. And then, of course, what changes we're going to see on the offensive side of the ball. Will there be wholesale changes in terms of uh, the offensive staff? Will we see a turnover there? Whoever the offensive coordinator is, what type of system are they going to run? Is this going to be D.A. now being a defensive-minded coach where he wants to run the ball, be physical, uh, and and not not, kind of adhere to what today's NFL is about, which, again, is a passing league? That's why I've said before, I want an offensive-minded coach as my head coach. Because, again, the way the rules are set up now, offensive coaches, uh, the offense, again, has, has an opportunity to be more successful than the defense by the way the, the rules are set up. It wasn't like this when I was growing up, but it is like this now. It felt, all the rules favor the offense. So I want a guy who's going to put a prolific offense out there that has an air game that, again, that they can put pressure on the defense constantly. Uh, we, I don't know if D.A. is going to do that. D.A. seems like the type of cat that's going to want to run the ball. It's going to be Jim Moran. Uh, again, part two, run the ball, uh, uh, hold on to the football, kick field goals, and, and hope the defense can win games for you. And that's not how you win in the NFL today. So I'm going to be interested to see again who's going to be the offensive coordinator uh, for, for the New Orleans Saints when the dust settles here. Uh, this is the week that Mickey Loomis said that they're evaluating their staff. I'm surprised, as Sean said today, that we we haven't seen anything come out about any changes in the staff. But I'm telling you right now, Chris Richard is a is a nice coach. You cannot lose Ryan Nielsen if you're, this, if you're this organization. He is an up-and-coming coach, just like the kid Hodges, who's the linebacker coach. You have to, again, preserve the, 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 the great coaches you have on this roster right now and not allow them to be cherry-picked by another team or, God forbid, Sean Payton. All right, let's head to the guest line. Joining us on the program each and every Wednesday at this time. Uh, again, my, my dear friend, but also, again, a guy that does, again, when it comes to the culinary arts, he's one of the best that we have. Uh, again his three restaurants uh, katie 's restaurant in mid city which is world famous Francesca by Katie 's which is the hottest restaurant in, in in the city i was with my was with my cousin the other day who is from, who is uh, a lifelong New Orleanian, but lived in California for years, had to come back to take care of her her mom uh, and uh, we were talking about Francesca. She, she brought up Francesca by Katie's when I was visiting her mom the other day about, again, how much they love that restaurant, and it's a go-to restaurant for them now. And, and she said that she was, you know, talks about it not being the best-kept secret in New Orleans anymore. It's not. Okay, Lakeview knows about it, but the entire city knows about it now. And, of course, Bienvenue on Hickory, yes, it's a Harahan restaurant, but it's really a Metairie restaurant uh, where, again, they've changed the menu up, Sunday brunch. Uh, and, uh, look, I've said it before, on, on, a, on, a, on a day like tomorrow where it's raining and you don't want to get out of your car you don't want to use uh, maybe one of the uh, delivery services, they've got a to-go window for you. But on a beautiful day, you can sit out, outside, inside. And, of course, of course, Scott's putting his touch on everything that's happening on all three of those restaurants. Looking for a place to grab a bite to eat? Remember the Katie's family of restaurants. And Scott joins us on the program now. Scotty, how are you, buddy?
5: I'm great, brother. How are you? Very, very nice things you just said. It's, uh... it's, it's
0: the truth. And my, cousin, my, my cousin came out. She knows, uh, again, uh, the, the sponsor of our program. She listens to our show. And and she brought it up to me about about Francesca. Actually, she was there, uh, on, on, and listening to you and Gus at at, at a recent uh, remote, and and uh, and and of course was was commenting on how great the food was there. And you know, they live in the French Quarter, and they travel there, uh, to to go there and grab sandwiches to bring back to the you know to the family.
5: That's really awesome, man. Thank you. Uh, it's it, it's going well. It really is. I mean, that's good to hear. They'll come from the quarter. And they could go to some of the great places in the quarter, but they come right. to French That's really cool, man. It really is.
0: And, and of course, you've just made some changes in the menu over at Bienvenue now, right? Again, you guys are upgrading that menu.
5: Yeah, I mean, we're doing different things with pastas, are um, uh, just doing a lot of different things. You know, we have our steak night on Saturday, which is really, really popular now. Um, like steak night tonight at Katie.
0: Right, so the steak night at Bienvenue is what? It's for folks, I mean, look, a lot of people looking for a steak, Saturday a good night. steak on a Saturday night, right?
5: Saturday night, twenty five bucks. <laughs> the potato and salad.
0: Yes, that's a full. Uh, that's a fillet, potato and salad.
5: Yes, sir. Oh, twenty five bucks. You can't beat that. Are you kidding me? But Katie, you, tonight you get a martini with it.
0: Oh yes, you do. You get a <laughs> William Grant Martini. Yes,
5: yes, you do. You get a uh,
0: uh, Hendricks uh, or Rica.
5: No, no, Rekha or
0: Hendricks, yes. Right. Sorry, I'm, yeah. you know,
5: I'm getting old, like everybody, I <laughs> You guess. and me both, but <laughs> But, yeah, we use George's stuff. And it's all in our well. And it's a great drink, man. It really yeah. is. No,
0: it is. It's a great the martini. There's no doubt favorite. about it. D- different okay. flavor profile. Now, again, the, the Rekha you can taste again that the, the the it's the water okay that 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 obviously again that makes the difference in reka hendrix is just a different flavor profile in terms of gin it makes it it's a different martini uh, uh, but it's a so delicious many different martini
5: flavors. yeah man yeah. i mean it's, it's very uh, herby you know mm-hmm. flowery Yes. really yes is. no doubt
0: and it's of course good. you've been you got a lot of some really good steaks right now don't you
5: yes we're doing uh choice filets so they're very good
0: yeah very good very very good. Very good. We'll, we'll get back to that. I know you're chomping at the bit. Uh, I, I know a lot of LSU fans are upset right now about Walker Howard going to Ole Miss. What's your take?
5: I don't care, man. You know, I was upset about it. I was disappointed. You know, I was one of the few that were disappointed. Excuse me. About Jaden Daniels coming back because I like the natural progression of things. In college football, you know mm-hmm. you've got these great young quarterbacks that you want to see, and I think we saw what Jaden Daniels could do last year. And I was I wanted to see Walker Howard, but now it's coming out that potentially he was going to LSU for his mother. That was her wish, and you know you gotta really want to be there, and not because your dad played there because you're a legacy or whatever, but yeah. I, I, I wanted to see Walker Howard as much as anybody. But look at the quarterbacks we have in line. Right. You know, some are going to transfer. They won't stay here. You know, but it seems like, you know, if this would have happened, Eric, six years ago when LSU didn't have any quarterbacks, mm-hmm. it would have been devastating. But it's not. We've got them lined up. And uh, I, I think LSU is going to be just fine because of a man named Brian Kelly. He's got it under control. He knows what he's doing. And it's the first time we've had a coach since Nick Saban that actually knows what he's doing at LSU. So um, I'm excited about that. So am I bummed about it? Yeah. But, I mean, the kid's going to Ole Miss where he's never going to win a title. You know, he left a place where he could potentially win a title. Um, yeah. LSU is always in contention for the national championship. Ole Miss is not. They don't get enough players. They don't have the players, the depth, the LSU, Alabama, uh, you know, uh, Georgia, uh, you know, and maybe Florida, if they're getting better. Look, I'm really glad he didn't go to Florida. That's the big deal to me. If he would have gone to Florida, Alabama, or Auburn, I would have been more devastated. But the fact that he went to Ole Miss, I'm right. good with that. The kid just wants to play, mm-hmm. and I get it, you know, but I'm not worried about how shoot. I am worried about other players transferring.
0: Um, in, in, transfer in, in, in terms of? It's just a matter. What about the position or the player itself?
5: You're like linebackers told me, you know, uh, it's losing guys like him are an issue. You know, they're losing some depth. They lost cars. Uh mm-hmm they Lost, um, lost Cardell Thomas. You know, I mean, Greenwell's somebody I've been wanting to play for five years, and mm-hmm. you know that. I remember when they
0: recruited. Yep, I, mean, I remember when we cool. sit down when he was the, the, on, on signing day. Yeah,
5: I mean, it's just, mm-hmm. you know, they're losing some jobs. and to compete with. Yeah, Alabama,
0: but again, you know, of I'm I'm going to put you on on a site that 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 I, that I, that, I, that I go to, um, and um, it's called it's called on three football, and okay. um, they they list all the the transfers in the transfer portal, and and one one interesting thing is they also you know, in, in in some cases will um will will, will show you again what the um, uh, what the nil money value is of that particular player, and when you look when you go through the players in the transfer portal that LSU has has has, has coming in, um. You got to feel pretty good about about again how he's done, in terms right. of when, when, when you when you put the math to it at the end, right? And tonight's right. tonight's the deadline uh, to enter the transfer portal at midnight. I think LSU comes out on the plus side.
5: Well, I do too because of Brian Kelly, you know, and, and like I like I said, they'll be fine, you know. But mm-hmm. I just don't like all this humbug, man. I mean, you're losing players, getting players. Right. I just don't like any of it. You, know, you have to re-recruit recruit
0: them every year now. I mean, again, it's a, it is a – it is not not every year. You have to re-recruit them every day, okay? you got to make sure that that player is happy uh, and that I mean, they know that to- there's a, a plan for them one way or the other. The kids are impatient now. They're not going to wait behind, you know, two, three in the depth chart. They're going to try to go somewhere else.
5: I was talking to Coach Celeste in basketball, you know, last weekend. They, they had mm-hmm. a game in, in Texas. And he had to leave the team and fly to North Carolina to re-recruit a player that is committed. You know, it's, it's never-ending for these coaches. and
0: It makes it harder on them, man. Oh, okay.
5: gosh, man. You know, it, it's... You know, and I think you're going to see a lot of these coaches going to the NFL because, quite frankly, it's easier. You yeah, know, they don't I have... Mean,
0: to recruiting is hard to begin recruit. with, but now they have to re-recruit? <laughs> right. Re-recruit it's your just, own...
5: No, really a agree. I think you got a,
0: I think you got a great point there, Scott. I will I'll be honest with you.
5: Yeah. And going you, know, you only recruit
0: for- one time with free agency, right? And that's it. And you got him under contract.
5: Right. right. Going back to it, what you just said, you know, which the first question, you know, I'm okay about Walker out.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: You know, i like I said I'd be more disappointed had he gone to a um a uh uh a, a powerhouse. You know, and instead he went to Ole Miss. Would I have rather
0: he gone to TCU? Yeah, but yeah, I'm sure most Ole your fans yeah. would have rather that. They don't have to see him,
5: right? Um, no, we have to see him. Now we're going to have to see him every year,
0: right? Right. At least for the next few years. And again, we'll see. Again, like I said, transfer portal swings both ways, and uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, what's your What's your gut on Ryan Nielsen? Uh, um, you know again you know i i I'm on the record of saying that d a needs to give up the play calling on the defensive side of the ball, have one defensive coordinator and, and and to me that is Ryan Nielsen. I do not think you can let him get out of the building. I think no. he's too good of a defensive coach and 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 the same thing is for hodges and I'm, and this is no slight of chris richard but but again, I just think when you have a guy. That is a difference maker at a position, much like what we're seeing with, with what he's done with the defensive line. Look, the defensive line was down a little bit. I think that had a lot to do with players, less about coaching. Uh, but, again, he's been asked. Wow. The, the Falcons asked for permission to be able to, um, to interview him. The Panthers asked for permission to interview Richard. Uh, what, what's your gut? What do you think is going to happen?
5: Well, I, I've been saying that part of the problem early in the season last year was the dual defensive coordinators. I don't understand that. I thought that Ryan should have gotten the job, to begin with. Now, I have a personal relationship with Ryan Nielsen. If he goes to Atlanta, I'm going to puke, honestly, because that's about the worst place he can go. And the Saints cannot let him get out of the building. I don't care about the rest of them, whatever, but they can't let Brian Nielsen get out of the building. And it's just like you said it before I came on: Do not let him go. I mean, they have to do whatever they have to do. They did it when he tried to go to LSU. You know, uh, they didn't want to let him go. And he is the best coach they have, period. And I saw it coming when I met Ryan. I didn't know Ryan. I know what kind of man he is. I know what kind of coach he is. And they cannot let him get out of the building. They have to do whatever they can do to keep him here. And whatever it costs, don't lose Ryan Nielsen. And if they do... They're
0: in worse trouble than they are now. No, I agree. And, and to me, I think the only way you keep him is D.A. gives up the play calling, goes with one defensive coordinator. Now, D.A. has veto power like he would have when, even on offensive calls. But at the end of the day, trust him to coordinate your defense. And to me, for a guy that's on the hot seat, Dennis Sound's on the hot seat next year, he has to concentrate on being the head coach. And I think that it was a little distraction this year with again trying to be able to hold on to those duties and still be the play caller at the same time. And um, so I'm, I'm hoping that when Mickey Loomis sits down with him this week, that that's one of the things they talk about. Look, you need to concentrate on being the head coach. We need to make sure Nielsen doesn't leave. We're going to give him the defensive coordinator duties. That means again he gets he is a, he is a play caller. It's his it's his ball of wax, and then again you live and die with
5: it. Yeah. I, I totally agree, Eric. You know, and, and if they lose him, especially to the Atlanta Falcons. Oh. You know, the thing that uh, concerns me a little bit is that Ryan is, you know, connected with the North Carolina, Georgia area. He coached at North Carolina State. So, I mean, he knows what it's like up there. It's beautiful. You know, I just hope that, that he loved being on the North Shore and the beautiful home he's in. He loved
0: working for the Saints, and he loved New Orleans. I know he loves New Orleans. But, man, you don't want to lose him. It, it's going to be a problem. Well, well, Terry Fontenot, again, was again, a, a, a kid that grew up in the Saints organization, 18 years in the Saints organization, is now the general manager at Atlanta. So he knows the best coaches on this staff. Okay? He's, again, he
5: it just doesn't mean you got
0: to let him go, right? I'm I'm with you. Uh, you to me, that's job one, and that's no knock against Richard, who has been a defensive coordinator. But there's something special about Nielsen in terms of his ability to coach the defensive line. And you and well, again, if you're going fair. to win in the NFL, you have to win in the trenches. Okay, yep. that means offensive line and defensive line.
5: Yep, and he's been doing that since he got here. That D line has been uh, forced to be dealt with. Since Nielsen got here, and they've got to do whatever they have to do to keep him in the building.
0: man. I'm with you. You now, know. Now what's, what's your take on the offensive side of the ball? What do you think they're well, going to do? Do you think? And I asked this to Sean Vazan earlier. Do you think they're going to bring back a coach like a Lombardi who knows the Payton system and continue that system with maybe either a, a either letting Carmichael go or moving him to a subordinate role that he wanted to be in, more game planning and less, less play calling, or do you think they do, do, a, do a basic whitewash here and, and say we're going to go in a completely new direction and, and go with, a, go with a, a new offensive coordinator with a new system? And, and to me, that probably means, with, with DA being a defensive coach, maybe a guy that relies more on the run. I, I think you need a, a coach that's willing to throw the football Okay, because I think that's how you win in the NFL today. But what's your take?
5: Well, the way the Saints are set up right now, you are going to have to rely quite a bit on the run. Uh, it's going to have to be—it's going to kind of have to be old school football because you don't have a quarterback. It's going to really get the ball downfield. He's a game manager. Talking about Dalton, he's a game manager. He's a good game manager. He's a good quarterback. But you need a running game to go with it. Um, do I think bringing Lombardi back is a good idea? I mean, Lombardi didn't do too well in San Diego. Man. I mean, he's got a lot of talent out there, and he just got released. Or, I'm sorry, L.A. Um,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking the Chargers, everybody knows what you meant.
5: I like the thought of going with a young offensive coordinator. I keep bringing up the name Kevin Petrie. He's been on this team for a long time. He's been an assistant to the coach, the head coach, for a long time. You know, I, I, I just, I think he knows a lot. He's smart, and he could be a good option. I, I know it sounds crazy, but if not, you need to find a young, upcoming, aggressive offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. You know, that can do something with this offense. They've got players, man. And I'm also not players. putting all of this on Carmichael. Yeah, there was some there was some pretty questionable play calling this year, but you also have players that I never felt like gave it their all. They're all, and I'm talking about all pro. You had Kamara, who had hit and miss. He was hit and miss all year. He had great mm-hmm. games and he had games where he wasn't great. You know, Ingram, whatever. But I mean, you know, you've got players dropping footballs. I mean, there are a few plays from being in the playoffs and playing Dallas last Monday night at home. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's on coaching. I think that's on the players not performing. And, you know, I, my concern with, with Carmichael is, you know, the rumor was he didn't want, job, want the job anyway. He didn't want the so, job. So, I mean, why do you want to continue with a guy that that is not really all in? You know, you need to find a young guy to come in that really wants to do it that's going to be creative. And, and that's, that's what I so, you're
0: talking about a Joe Brady type?
5: Yes, yeah, a Joe Brady type. I don't know if it's Joe Brady.
0: Okay, but but it's a Joe Brady our, type.
5: He's the quarterback's coach at, what, Buffalo? Yep. Um, I mean, he was a failure in his first stint as the offensive coordinator. But mm-hmm. saying that, it was a Carolina with a mm-hmm. horrible head coach. So I don't know you bring in a Joe Brady I mean he knows the system too mm-hmm.
0: you know um well, that's what I'm wondering are they going to are they going to do some, are they going to go with someone that knows that has a history with the system or are they going to go in a completely different direction so Sean said today they need a dynamic coach they need a, someone with a strong voice and, on that offensive side of the ball I believe they need to upgrade the offensive line I think that the drafts have been a failure with the offensive line. Andres Pete is, is, is gone this year as a cap casualty. Ruiz, again, even though he got better, to me is not suited to be a guard in the NFL. If you're telling me you're going with James Hurst on the inside, I'm telling you, again, James Hurst is often injured and is a, and is a guy that needs to be your, your, your satellite guy, a guy that can play multiple positions coming off the bench. Uh, you've got ramshack who's now been often injured uh, again uh, this, this how long can his career last and then of course penning now has not one but two foot injuries uh, okay uh, one on each one on each foot uh, that's that's required surgery so how much can you try can you count on him long term uh, the, 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 the even though the saints need playmakers in the draft and they need obviously a quarterback they have to concentrate on upgrading the interior of the defensive line and the offensive line
5: yeah, you got to focus on the D line and the offensive line. I totally agree, Eric. And yes, we've had some failures for sure on that offensive line. Ramchek was fine; he was healthy until he got paid. It's really odd, it's strange the way that always works out. But I mean, he was healthy until he got paid. Yes, Hurst is a is a backup. Uh, Pete has always been awful. They signed him because they had to. I don't think they had a choice. Ruiz. Ruiz is probably not – he probably wasn't a good pick. Doesn't
0: look like, you know. Patrick Queen. I just, I just say Patrick. Or, or, or The other guy is, is, again, the what is it, Ayug, the, 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 the wide receiver at San Francisco? I mean, those yeah. two guys were on the board, okay? Yep. You needed a wide receiver, yep. and you needed a, a, a linebacker, and you did not go for either one of those guys. You went for Ruiz, and you moved him from center to guard. Which is always a—I mean—that's that, that's a red flag to begin with when you do that when you with yeah. an NFL player. Immediately yeah. you move them out of the position they played in college.
5: You know, we talked about it a couple of years ago when they didn't pick Queen. We were yep. like, "Oh my God, how could you not pick this guy?" You know, he was just like uh, MVP of the championship game or something. I mean, defensive MVP. And, and, I mean, he you saw him
0: last week. He was all over the all over the field. Are you kidding me? He was like that
5: when he was playing for the
0: Tigers. Absolutely. You know? But they pick
5: a, a center that they want to they
0: want to to put at guard. Right. I mean, it just doesn't make sense, man. No, no, and and, and of course it's Ayuk. It's Brandon Ayuk is the was the wide receiver I was talking about as well. Uh, that guy again is is an, is a great receiver. But the, the the Saints, again, uh, you know, they, they passed on all these receivers they could have gotten over the last few years, and then, of course, trade up to to, to get Olave, who's a nice player, but they overpaid, no doubt about it. Hey, let's grab a call real quick. Joe in Mandeville has called us the last three weeks, Scott, but he's called us at about five, close, close to the end of the show, and we have not been able to get him on. He's been patiently waiting. Let's grab him before we go to break. UT Joe's That's in the great. house. Joe, how are you, buddy?
5: Hey, Joe. There we
6: are. Happy New Year. Happy how New Year, Woo. I gotta tell you, anybody got a kicker out there? <laughs> Good lord, that was that was you tough that? to watch. Oh I God! Was my you hair know how much out. money that cost me? I mean, huh? how much? Well, you we saw
0: that here in New or Orleans, not? though. Okay, uh, I mean, he, he wasn't a consistent kicker in New Orleans. Oh, who are you
5: talking about? Well, Meyer, Meyer. Yeah. Oh, right. No, my, oh yeah, not that one. I'm still talking about um, last week with the Saints. What, do you, still, what do you mean? I'm still aggravated about Lutz missing. Yeah, we're, talk,
0: we're, we're talking oh, Dallas yeah, Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: Whatever, I got
0: it, Dallas. What about? It? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. i are talking about. You're Maher. talking about Lutz Maher. Yeah, that's what it was. Maher.
5: Yeah, Maher. He
0: was one of the Everybody many kickers the- that came in when Lutz got her injured here in New right. Orleans. Right. But
6: what yep. was funny was, it's like the entire state of Texas kick the over and they push because all this guy had to do was kick another extra point and they would up. Yep. <laughs> it's like they were
0: I well, even Morton Anderson commented on Twitter about it. I mean Morton was ready to come out of retirement.
5: <laughs> yeah, Morton Anderson would have made
6: those kicks.
0: Today. Real quick. Right. At fifty something. Huh?
6: Right. Yeah. Offensive coordinators, man, I gotta tell you. Whoever's running that offense at San Francisco, I don't think it's Shano. Shano's, uh, well, maybe so, but I gotta say, what they're doing in San Francisco is impressive. It is, it is. I'm being serious. I mean, they're, that quarterback Purdy,
5: yep. yep,
6: very average in college. Yep. Okay, and they're making him look like a million bucks.
0: He's got a, he's got a lot of weapons, but also, again, he's smart he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. He knows where to go with the football.
6: Yeah. Yeah, well. <laughs> coaching, the, man. The, huh? They've got data.
0: He, he said coaching.
6: Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Why? What do you mean? They have good coaching and they got good defense. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. University of Texas coach there, Mike Shanahan, would to be following his father's footsteps. But i got to say, he had them, He had Atlanta Falcons in the Super Bowl, and they kind of blew that. But mm. needless to say, I'll let you all go. I wanted to check touch base. Just letting you know that Alabama thinks that they can hire Dan Quinn away. Think about that. <laughs> they do. <laughs> it's funny. I think it's hilarious, but go ahead.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Joe. Appreciate it. Scott, let's grab a quick break here. You're all listening right. to Inside New Orleans. I'm your I'm your host, Eric Asher. Celebrity Chef Scott Craig is our guest. Here's his restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in Mid City. K- uh, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue in Lakeview and Bienvenue on Hickory are all open for you right now. Go in and grab a great meal. Don't forget tonight is steak night, steak and martini night over at Katie's, and of course a brand new menu over at Bienvenue for you to enjoy. Of course, steak night on Saturday night. Twenty-five dollar steak with all the fixings for you over at uh, Bienvenue on Hickory. And look, don't forget about the family meal over at um, Francesca by Katie's. stay out the fast food line if're if you 're if you're a parent I, look I, I know it 's got to wear on you when you get picking up a happy meal when you 're be getting this incredible again homemade uh, uh, family meal for you that again can feed your entire family and a little something left over for uh, for again maybe later on that night. Uh, So, again, get out there and enjoy a meal at one of the Katie's family of restaurants. Don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, if you're looking for a generator for your home or your business, Burkhardt are the experts. At Burkhardt, again, they'll take care of you. Uh, Jason Burkhardt will out to your home or business, do a consultation with you, find out what you're looking for in terms of generator, educate you on your options. You choose the generator, and then it, and then they'll put you on the calendar for a single-day install. At Burkhardt, their, their uh, crew takes care of everything for you, planning, permits, inspections. Their dedicated generator team does it all, including 24-7, 365 emergency service, uh, including, again, maintaining that generator year-round. You can finance that generator over time uh, with low monthly notes. Remember that new install quality check after one month month, where, again, that um, that team member will come out and show you how to operate that um, system. They do that for everything they install for you. You want a company you can trust when it comes to your generator sales and service? Uh, think Burkhart. They have a Generac generator right now in stock, ready to be installed in your home or business. Increase your property value. Get that peace of mind of knowing when the power goes out, your power stays on. That's a Generac generator from Burkhart. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. We'll be right back if you want
2: a little soul with your country then you're with us new orleans country from the classics to the songs that matter your country is on 1061 nash icon or anytime at nashfm1061.com this report is sponsored by pfizer and biontech this winter there are new covid19
1: booster shots designed to help protect against recent omicron variants
2: if it's been at least two months since your primary series or original booster, schedule your updated COVID-19 booster
1: dose at vaccines.gov. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech.
3: Look out for delays if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway in the Crescent City Connection with backups from just past Terry Parkway to the Camp Street exit. Also look out for delays if you're traveling westbound. Along the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit, and delays pick back up along the westbound side of the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. Look out for delays on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. Also, in the meantime, 10 westbound delays are steady from just past Elysian Fields to Canal, and delays pick back up. On 10 westbound right at Clearview on the 610, on the westbound side, your backups are steady right at Canal Boulevard, and on the eastbound side from just past Saint Bernard to the 10610 merge. Look out for delays if you're traveling along the North Shore and twelve eastbound from Madisonville to Covington. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center.
0: Don't forget about my friends over at Southern Tire. For 51 years, taking care of New Orleans vehicles. Since 1982, family-owned and operated. Your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs. The best deals on tires. Largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area that fit your budget no matter what you drive. And, of course, if you're looking for a a set of tires, remember wheels and tires up to 30 inches and financing is available. ASC certified technicians using the same diagnostic equipment. You get the dealership without the dealership sticker shock prices. Hey, the Piazza family have been taking care of customers since 1972. Hickory Airlines in Metairie, open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3, 504-737-1558. Go to southerntire.com and check out all the services they provide for their customers, including that diagnostic page where you can troubleshoot what's wrong with your vehicle and then bring it on over to Southern Tire. Whether it's a fleet account or your own personal vehicle, bring it and over to Southern Tire, Hickory Airline in Metairie, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by Katie's Family of Restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue, Bienvenue on Hickory. Having uh, an event, got folks coming in from out of town for the Mardi Gras celebration, scot at katiesinmidcity.com. That's Scott's uh, personal email. Uh, Email him directly. Again, you can have uh, uh, your party at the restaurants. Uh, you can rent out the entire restaurant over Bienvenue or, or Francesca, or, again, they can bring the party to you with, again, those big white panel vans with the Katie's logo on the side. Of, I've said it before. Your, your guests will ooh and ah. They cannot wait to get in and dive into, again, the great libations and, of course, the fantastic menu uh, that, again, Katie's will, uh, will give you when it comes to catering. Catering by Katie's. Again, remember, again, when you're planning your next event, catering by Katie's. Hey, Scott, I wanted to um, – I wanted to talk a little bit about the Pels before we move on to college basketball quickly. Pels are are in a tough spot. Um, The Nuggets are nine and one in their last 10 and the Grizzlies are undefeated. Um, The right now, uh, the nuggets are 31 and 13 they're leading the west uh, half a game behind is the Grizz at 30 and 13. the pels have limped along now without Ingram and also um, Zion they're four and six in their last 10 they're 26 and 18 but they're and they're now five games back you know they're still within striking distance here and they're a game in front of the kings uh, who are six games back there's a murderous row schedule in front of them right now in the month of january this last month they take on miami tonight they're at orlando uh then they then they then they're at miami on, on on sunday come back home for denver minnesota Washington. then they're at Milwaukee and at Denver to, to be able to round out the, the rest of the month. This is where you wanted Brandon Ingram back. You know I've been talking about Ingram getting on the floor, not being 100%, uh, being medically cleared now. He's out. He's now, now out eight weeks. Uh, Christian Clark just had an article in the Picayune on Monday about it. What's your take on the Pels? What's your take on Ingram that's still not in the lineup?
5: Well, it's it's concerning. Um especially with this young team that's all in and one of their leaders is not coming back to work. And it's like, what's the problem? Uh, you know, a lot of people have compared it to Michael Thomas, and that's not a good thing. I mean, what's he doing? I mean, we need him now. And I think Zion's been out three weeks now. It's been three Yeah, he...
0: Yes, he gets reevaluated next Wednesday.
5: That was supposed to be a three-week injury, so that's going to be five weeks, you know, before he gets back. And they need Ingram right now. And and if he can't see that, that's a problem. I mean, you know, they can't beat good teams with what they have. And they've proven that. They can beat the teams they're supposed to beat. But when they go up against these good teams without all their all-stars – it's a problem. And yes. you know I don't
0: want to dump on Ingram yet. No, and neither do I. But you gotta get on the court, man.
5: I mean I mean it's been it's ridiculous. Fifty
0: five games game. in two years he's missed. Clark had Clark yeah, had I mean, Clark had the um uh had had the tally on it and, and it's right. Okay, he's right. You know, again I've talked about this now for yeah. weeks. He's got to get back on the floor. And if it's pain tolerant, sometimes you gotta get you know, you just gotta deal with the pain.
5: Yeah, I mean, he, I don't get it, you know, and we only know what's going on inside of his head. I mean, mm-hmm. has he got a problem with somebody? I don't see how he could possibly have a problem
6: with
0: the coach. He's, on every, he's traveling the with the team, Scott. There's no problem, okay? He's on the bench. He's cheering his teammates on. I don't think it has anything to do with that. It just is, again, Brandon Ingram is one of those players who does not play unless he's 100%. And and, and that's if that's the case, you're never going to get on the floor. Trade him. Put him, well, put
5: him in this trade with Toronto. There's a lot of people trade, talking about
0: that now. A lot of people talking use about him that.
5: As bait because if he can't play, he's not doing us any good.
0: Yeah, but what's Toronto going to win for? Seven weeks, this is the eighth week now, okay? Uh, he's missed 29 games this, this year, 56 total. 44% of regular season games in the last two seasons. That's a problem.
5: It's a real problem, Eric, and... um you know the team's paying for it because they yep. cannot compete with the upper echelon of this league. They're just an average team without him. I agree. You know, we talk. Well, about I mean, they're an
0: they above-average team without him, but they need him on the floor. They need him on the floor. Yeah, there's no doubt there's about no that. Doubt. Scott, we got about three minutes. I want to give you a chance to talk about your privateers.
5: Yeah, man, big game, big big game Saturday at the arena. I've got a lot. I mean, I'm sorry, Thursday at the arena. I've got a lot of friends going. My friend Jay Momus is coming with a group of guys. Tim Payton's coming. It's going to be a really fun atmosphere Thursday night if you guys can make it out to see the privateers. They are an extremely exciting team to play. This guy, Amari Henry, is, he, he jumps out of the gym. I think he might be the best athlete I've ever seen since Mark's been there. The guy, the guy can jump and play. He's fun to watch. The guards are fun to watch. We've got a guard that shoots the lights out. I think he leads the country in three-point shots. Um, they, they just – they they're bringing – they're getting it together right now. And this is the time to go out and support your privateers, man. You know, they're a the flagship basketball team of the city of New Orleans. And uh, we need to get out and support UNO in that beautiful arena that's managed by – it's got the best management in the city because – it's managed by my wife, but you know, it's, uh, <laughs> it's just, the arena is great, man. It's a great atmosphere. We just need to put more seats in the stand, uh, more butts in the seats. You know, uh, they're fun to watch. If you want to see a good brand of basketball now, it's come on out and see the privateers because go. they've got some talent. They really do. And, uh, you know, they're coming together. It's young talent, but, but these young men are playing well. And this kid, Henry, is from St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of fun. Oh, there you go. You know? Um, there you go. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it's, it's just coming out and see it for yourself.
0: All right. It's, that's Texas A&M Commerce tomorrow, 7 yeah. o'clock, at Lakefront Arena. And, of course, get out there and support the privateer. Scotty, thanks so much, as always, my friend. Again, uh, remember, Sturkey Martini Night tonight at Katie's. We'll do it all over again next week.
5: Love you, bro. See you.
0: Love you too, bro. All right, there he goes. By the way, again, uh, the privateer is fourth in the Southland Conference right now. Um, uh, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. If you have a problem with your AC or heating system, they'll be out there. 15 trucks in the field, 30 minute courtesy call, after-hour service as well. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue, Bienvenue on Hickory. We'll be right back.
2: Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote
0: at 1 800 929 2121. That's 1 800 929 2121. Or go to Selectquote.com 1 800 929 2121. That's 1 800 929
2: 2121. Select Quote. We shop you save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials.
0: All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks to Sean Vazan and Scott Craig for joining us in the program, the Katie's Family of Restaurants for our, their sponsorship, and also all the great sponsors to sponsor our program. Go to ericasher.com for a slideshow the sponsor sponsor our program. Hey, click on the icon take you right to the sponsor's website. Thanks for your support of those sponsors. Thanks for the sponsor support of, of our show. Thanks to Rudy back at Studio Producing. Uh, don't forget the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports at 1 o'clock tomorrow. Les East is my guest. Uh, check us out there on WLA-TV. And also coming up next on All Access with Ken Trahan as Lenny Van Gilder, Randy Livingston, and uh, Fairgrounds and uh, track announcer John Dooley. Thanks so much for tuning in. My name is Eric Asher. From the dog catch of the governor, that includes the mayor. They all got to go.